On Radio Free Hillsdale 101.7 FM, I am Nick Trellia. And I am Kaleeb. And I am Rachel Kukaji. As always, we have a great show lined up for you guys this week, so let's get right into it with Wacky World. Wow! I don't believe it. Well, there's something you don't see every day. All right, this new story guaranteed to shock and surprise even the most hardened listeners of The Loft on Radio Free Hillsdale. Texas woman known as Jag Booty, charged with murder after patient dies from illegal butt injections. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? I say again. Texas woman known as Jag Booty, charged with murder after patient dies from illegal butt injections. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> so, uh... Texas woman faces a murder charge in the death of another woman after she allegedly killed her with illegal, lethal silicone butt injections. So in Dallas, 55-year-old Pamela Burnley was arrested in connection of the death of Latora King, 35. Texas medical examiner ruled, ruled that King died from silicone pulmonary embolism. So there was the, uh, the silicone uh, caused a lethal blood clot in her butt. <laughs> Oh my gosh. That, what a way to go. That one really bit her in the butt. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. Wow. So the victim went to the uh, butt doctor's house <laughs> to participate in the hours long $1,000 procedure. And when the police conducted a search of the woman's house, they found literally a five-gallon drum of just silicone. Wow, how large did she want to be? (laughs) About five gallons large, I guess. (laughs) Dude, you remember those exercise balls? She's going to be hopping around. No, because she's dead. Oh, wait a second. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Dog on it. I wish that she wasn't dead. I want to know what her life would be like after this operation. Like Kim Kardashian. What is wrong with you? Oh, no. Dude, do you think she'd have to buy a more than one plane ticket? <laughs> I was just going to say that. I was thinking the exact same thing. In these days of social distancing, it might have been a good thing. Social distances for her. Yeah, I know. <laughs> There's no coming closer oh. than six feet. Yeah, like in the line where they're like, please stand. Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> you know, coronavirus only travels. One you way. think she would have drawn things into her orbit? <laughs> <laughs> Imagine sitting down on a toilet and your head hits the ceiling. <laughs> Oh my goodness. I wonder how big the casket (laughs) (laughs) Caleb, I hope whatever you have can beat that. Well, I don't know if I can quite beat that because my story is 
Woman ambushes fiance at work in wedding dress, demanding he marry her or she's done. Ooh. Yikes. <laughs> so this lady shows up to Target. This is in Las Vegas, of course. Oh. Of all places. What happens in uh, Vegas, as they say. Exactly. Stays in Vegas, yeah. Or the, the Vegas Target. Or not, if it gets caught on camera like this, <laughs> like oh. this woman's actions did. Please don't tell me we have footage of this. <laughs> oh, we do. Here, oh. let me play you the audio. Target, you should dump him. <laughs> yeah, this poor guy was in the middle of his shift. He was stocking Halloween costumes on a shelf. And she shows up in her wedding dress oh. with a bouquet and a bridesmaid who I don't I'm not fully convinced that she actually really knows her. <laughs> Picked her up off the street. She also has a pastor, which is like uh. I feel like Las Vegas is the one city in the world where you could get a pastor to oh, come yeah. on this kind of oh, yeah. a shenanigan ride with you. You got nothing <laughs> going on. Yeah, exactly. You know, we watched this uh, for show prep uh, before we started recording. It shocked me then, and I think it shocks me more now. It just, it's awful. And that poor guy. It's so cringy. Like, it, imagine that being your, your proposal story or your wedding story. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Could you imagine, like, the photos that you'd have to take? Like, you know, like, oh, they take, like, cute, like, proposal photos. Like, what are you going to do? Like, oh, we're pushing our cart in Target. <laughs> <laughs> he, she's helping me we stock shelves. <laughs> <laughs> our wedding registry. Target. <laughs> oh, wait a second. <laughs> so people could just, if people showed up without gifts, like, just buy right. something there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I mean, like, this <clears throat> whole thing is just a big red flag, and not only because it's in Target. Aha, uh -huh. you know? I see what you did there. <laughs> <laughs> Do you get it, Rachel? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Glad we're all on the same page. All right, Rachel, what you got? Right. <laughs> so... A ban on saggy pants that reveal a person's underwear is set to be lifted in a South Florida city. Okay, I'm already totally behind <laughs> this. Yes. 13 years after it was put in place. So the city commission in Opalaca, which sounds like a made-up place to me, northeast of Miami, has voted 4-1 to one to repeal both the original 2007 legislation and a 2013 ordinance that said men and women could receive civil citations if they breached the ban. <laughs> <laughs> that woman we talked about earlier wouldn't have had problem with saggy pants. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so signs are in place around the city to warn people not to get caught with their pants down. <laughs> <laughs> One shows an image of two young men wearing pants below their waist and features the words, no ifs, ands, or buts. It's the city <laughs> law. <laughs> Wait, so butts are illegal too now? <laughs> But what happens if you're like a plumber and you have like a really difficult plumbing <laughs> job? I don't know. But Vice Mayor Chris Davis. <laughs> Gosh. Hey, you know, like they're trying to keep the working man down. You know, when you're getting under that sink. And well, they didn't say anything. They, well, they didn't say anything about plumbers, but they did say stuff about discrimination. Vice oh. Mayor Chris Davis, who sponsored the repeal, told the Miami Herald he was never in support of it, even as a resident, because he felt it disproportionately affected a certain segment of their population. 
The ACLU also called the ban a ridiculous waste of public resources, saying it would impose overly harsh penalties for victimless behavior and disproportionately affect black young people. So Rachel Kokaji is also, in addition to doing this fine piece of media, the <laughs> opinions editor of the Hillsdale Collegian. And we'll have something from the Hillsdale opinions section after this. You're listening to The Loft on Radio 3 Hillsdale 101.7 FM. And after that buttery, smooth segue, let's talk about some food. <laughs> Sounded like an ad. <laughs> so uh, I can't believe it's not butter. There was... Not a sponsor. Yes. We wish they were, though. <laughs> yeah, hit us up. Yep. So uh, there was a piece written in the Hillsdale Collegian in the opinions section. Rachel greenlit this piece, just to let y'all know her standards. Bravo, bon appetit. Our catering company's new portion size restrictions aid the fight against American obesity. Who was the clown who wrote this? So we're going to take a little read here. Uh, like most of you, I've noticed something different about the dining hall these last few weeks. Something lurking just in plain sight. Something sinister. Something small. Yes, dear reader, your suspicions about the dining hall's portion sizes were not unfounded. Your increased hunger pangs not psychosomatic. I too have observed that the dining hall has been cutting back on portion sizes for the last few weeks, and the consequences wrought have been devastating. Athletes, once the recipients of a veritable bounty, are forced to stoop to the unenviable level of a certain Charles Dickens orphan, quoting the only line anyone knows from Oliver Twist. The rest of us, like actors in an overactive bladder commercial, must make frequent trips from the table. So what, you may say? Just get back in line when you have when you want more food. To which I would respond with an emphatic, Heck no, I'm an American! When you lose the remote, do you get up to change the channel, or do you keep watching Spanish-dubbed antique roadshow? That's what I thought. This is most definitely an outrage, but if the U.S. Treasury has taught us anything, it's that there are two sides to every coin. The changes made by Bon Appetit have, miraculously, resulted in some good. I myself have lost five pounds in two months thanks to the good folks at Bon Appetit, or as I like to call them, Chief Starving Bear Image Enhancement Incorporated. Their program puts Weight Watchers, Nutrisystem, and Mahatma Gandhi to shame. <laughs> in addition, the changes to the dining hall portion sizes have done the impossible. They are solving Hills dating. I will admit that I may be giving them too much credit here. Though no one singular change will bring about the end of Hills dating, we can still celebrate the small, incremental successes on our road to eventual victory. I am pleased to report that I see the reduced portion sizes bringing about the end of the saga date. The constant up and down to get more food ensures that Hillsdale's homeschool heartthrobs spend more time standing in line and less time naming future progeny, rendering any, dinner, er, rendering any dining hall dinner date dead on arrival. I am certain that in time, the saga date, much like Garden Party, will soon become a thing of the past, a distant memory remembered only by upperclassmen. So when you get your half portion of pasta salad or roast beef, though it is disheartening, keep your chin up. Know that what you are enduring will most certainly end in some good. Verduced and Tomine Goddamn. <laughs> wow. What clown wrote this? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. He sounds kind of familiar. It's a poorly written piece, wouldn't it really you say? It really is, yeah. Not, I know. Not even very funny either. I, well, hey. you know, there comes to a point late at night where I look at a piece and I've already put it down the page. <laughs> and, you know, I'll fix the tiny errors, but they'll be like really big ones. And it's like 1130 at night. And I go, meh, we'll just leave it. <laughs> My name's not on it. <laughs> oh. All right. So well, it is now. <laughs> just kidding. Who who wrote kind this of. piece? Some Let's take uh, uh, his name is Nick. Wait, this is Nick's piece. Oh, hold on a second. <laughs> no See, wonder it sounded familiar. You know, it, it really sounds a lot worse when I'm like not thinking <laughs> about it. Wow. 
Why why did you greenlight this to get published? <laughs> uh I don't know why I thought it was a good idea to write it in the first place. This is on the internet now. It's there forever. Uh, well, <laughs> my career is over. Good luck getting any future jobs. <laughs> yeah, my my dream job of writing at the Babylon Bee is just gone. <laughs> <laughs> okay, to be fair though, like you're kind of right. Like I do have to get up to get two meals at every meal. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I drink about six juice cartons every meal because <laughs> it's so much work to get more food that I just fill up on sugar. <laughs> I them. know. And it's it's frustrating because then you are like losing half of your meal time standing in lines, especially if you're going like at noon mm-hmm. when it's really busy. You get a little serving. I kid you not. Yesterday they gave me such a small serving of pasta that I was like, uh, but the lines are so long. I guess I'll just eat dessert instead. <laughs> <laughs> you fill up on the easy stuff that That's isn't true. as good as you. That's for true. You. That's literally the opposite of like eating at grandma's house. Mm-hmm. You know. Yes. You go there and she's like, "Oh, have more, have mm-hmm. more," and then you, you're about to explode, she's stuffing it yeah. down your throat. And then thankfully, some like she runs out or something, and you're you're saved. But <laughs> or she dies from illegal you noticed, butt injections. And ha- yeah. <laughs> Have you noticed also, like, the meat sizes, like, the pieces of chicken are, like, sizes yeah. of pennies. Okay. And then they're like, sorry, we can only give you one. Okay, so I was talking to Ann at lunch today, and no kidding, when I walked up to get my hamburger patty, I thought they were breakfast sausages because they were so small. <laughs> Maybe they were sliders. <laughs> well, all I have to say is that I'm going to have to make sure that I really stuff myself at Thanksgiving so that I can survive the last two weeks of the semester. <laughs> Build up a nice layer of blubber. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Well, with all that standing in line and saga, the people are easy to catch for a Ask Hillstall segment, which you'll hear more about when we come back. You're listening to The Loft on Radio Free Hillsville, 101.7 FM. I'm one of your hosts, Rachel Kukuji. And again, this week, we sent out our fearless and intrepid producer, Josh, into the wild to collect snippets of campus life for your listening enjoyment. That's right. So the college recently unveiled a new James Madison statue on campus, and that got us thinking about who should have a statue next. We wanted to see what the other college, other college students thought, too. Of course, this is a loft, so we had to ask the students who they thought would be the worst person to get a statue on campus. Let's roll it. If you could put one person on Liberty Walk, who would it be? Bad answers only. Muhammad Ali. Freddie Mercury. King George. Chairman Mao. Putin yeah. on a tiger. Freddie Mercury. Woodrow Wilson. Kim Jong-un. <laughs> Kanye West. Joe Biden. Yeah, if you could put a statue on the Freedom Walk, uh, who would it be? Bad answers over. OJ Simpson. Oh. Kanye West. I want to touch on the Kanye West Yeah. really quick. One of my friends from Tennessee literally had Kanye West on his ballot. Real- his I'm one ballot. of your friends from Tennessee that literally had Kanye West on her ballot. Did that happen to you? Kanye West is on everyone's ballot in Tennessee. Wait, really? He yes. got on? What the heck? Yes. Was he not just in Tennessee? It didn't just happen to me. No, he's on the ballot in like seven or eight or maybe wow. even 15 states. Oh my gosh. Yeah, he's on the ballot in any state that approved him. Let me look up how many. That is actually insane. <laughs> I'm surprised by the number of people who did want Kanye's statue. Well, I guess it's bad answers only, but like oh, Kanye's there we go. Choice. I said seven or 15 and I split. It's 12. Wow. He's qualified you for split the difference. in 12 states. Wow. Wait, that's you didn't a lot of split. states. That, that, that's not splitting the difference. Shut up, Nick. Well, I, <laughs> no, 12 is splitting the difference. I ballparked it. <laughs> I'm kind of surprised there was only one Trump mention. Yeah. Too. Well, I don't know. A lot of people like Trump around here. And that's so. true. Maybe they wouldn't think that he'd be a bad answer. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. 
just an ugly one. But there was a lot of, I think someone said Mao was mentioned a couple of times. Mm-hmm. Chairman, Chairman Mao. Do you know who that is, Rachel? Yes, I do. Awesome. Please, I took please the China CCA. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe we should have Rachel take a history quiz on our <laughs> next uh, quiz segment. Let's make it happen. But this week on our quiz, something that students do all the time is take spark note quizzes instead of actually working and studying. Am I the only one who's guilty of this? Nope. I am, oh, no. I've done this in, I think, every single humanities class I've taken here. They're so fun. I don't want to go on the record as saying that. <laughs> 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 yeah, I've done this a lot. <laughs> so the quiz that we're going to be taking is incredibly academic, uh, entitled, Only Someone Who's Seen Mean Girls At Least Three Times Can Pass This Quiz. <laughs> this is going to be rough because I've only seen it twice. <laughs> Me too! Ah. <laughs> uh, didn't you watch this? We watched this at uh, on your birthday. Yeah, because my birthday is October third, Mean Girls Day. Nick, have you only seen this once? I've seen this movie three times. Oh, okay. Well, this is All gonna right. be tough then. This is gonna be tough for us. All right. Question one: Who said on Wednesdays we wear pink? Gretchen, Regina, Karen, or Katie? I Katie? think it was Gretchen. I don't remember though. <laughs> the spacing. It's Karen. Between... Is it Karen? I think it's Karen. It's got to be the dumb one, right? Ah, true. Yes. It uh, is Karen. <laughs> one Karen. point for me. What did Gretchen get for Hanukkah? White gold hoops, silver hoops, two Fendi purses, or none of the above? Silver hoops is really speaking to me. Yeah, I think it was I two agree. Fendi purses. <gasps> oh, no. It was white gold hoops. Was so it? White gold hoops is very specific. I don't actually mm. know the I think it was white gold hoops because Gretchen gets white gold hoops and then she's mad about the fact that Regina told her she didn't look good in hoops and ah. then Regina wore hoops. Oh, you really oh, know this. Wow. <laughs> yes! That's right, yes. Putting me to shame. Who is voted spring fling king? Damien. Was it Damien? <laughs> it was Damien, yeah. No, it wasn't. No, what? Oh, Shane Omen. Shane Omen. I don't even know who that is. <laughs> that's the football player, and he's he was like with Regina at the party, oh, that's and right. he was like, yeah, yeah. "Oh, coach gives us those bars and wants us to gain weight." Yeah. Yep. Okay. Next question. <laughs> Finish the line. Is blank a carb? I th- I think it's yogurt, isn't it? Is yogurt? A- well, read out was, the options for that's them. It's cheese, butter, yogurt, and milk. Butter. Is it I butter? Think it's butter? I think okay. it's butter or carb. Is butter a carb? Yep, yep. butter. The answer is butter. Is butter a carb? <laughs> Who said this? It's not my fault you're in love with me or something. Uh, Katie, Aaron, Janice, or Regina? It was Katie. Regina. No, no, it was Katie talking to Janice. But I thought Regina said it to Janice first. Oh, maybe. I know it was to Janice by either Katie or Regina. I'm going to guess Regina. I have no clue. Uh, go with Regina. Okay. Oh, oh it, was Katie. it was Katie. Yep. You should have stuck with it. Which costume did Regina George wear to the Halloween party? Mouse, zombie, bride, bunny, cat. She was a bunny. It's bunny, yep. Regina, yeah. Absolutely. Finish the quote. You could try blank. TJ Maxx, Marshalls, Macy's, or Sears? 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 I think it's Sears. Uh, Sears or Macy's? Definitely yeah. not. Sears, Sears is Sears more insulting, though. Also, they misspelled TJ Maxx. TJ Maxx has two, two X's. Two X's, yeah. Good well. job, editor. <laughs> That's, I think it's Sears. Yeah, I agree. Mm, Send it. Fine, Sears. Yep, Let's Sears. Let's go. What was Katie's answer in the last round of the Mathletes State Championship? Negative one, zero, two point one one four six, or none of the above? None of the above. 
Yes, I actually had them rewind the movie so I could do the limit in my head. <laughs> so that he could movie. figure out that the limit does not exist. And then he got confused and I That's the most Nick thing I've ever heard. <laughs> 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 what did Damien sing at the talent show? Beautiful, Jingle Bell Rock, All I Want for Christmas is You, or Dancing Queen? Beautiful. Yep. How many candy canes did Glenn Coco get? Three, four, five, six. Oh, Glenn man. Glenn Coco. Who's Glenn Coco? No clue. Uh, I'm going to say three. I think three is a solid choice. Three is a solid I'm choice. I'm going to go four. Pretty lucky Ooh. number. Three. Just for fun. Uh, four for Glenn. Uh-huh. four. Uh-huh. <laughs> Rachel. Just instinct. So uh, what was our score, Caleb? Well, we scored seven out of ten. Well, that, that quiz was a waste of time, just like the movie. <laughs> yeah. 70% is not bad, though. Better than any of my Calc 2 exams. Yeah, Calc 2 is uh, kicking my butt. Your silicone butt. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Saw that coming. And on that note, you've been listening to The Loft on Radio Free Hillsdale 101.7 FM. Follow us on social media and tune in next week. 